Hi, welcome to Pull Up A Cuppa. I'm June and I'm here today with Mark. How are you, Mark? I'm good, thanks, June. How are you? I'm not bad at all. I'm even better because I'm sitting here with just a mug of actually, I think it's the, the hottest black coffee known to man. Ooh. It's like I had a sip of it just before and I'm like, no, it's a, it needs a couple more minutes. <laughs> cool. What did no. you bring? I brought um, so I brought some some Pepsi. I'm I'm not a big one for coffees um, at the moment because with with us being in lockdown, it's it's one of those things where you just I, I'm alert all the time anyway, and I'm like caffeine might um, add a bit of a disaster to that. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> no. But this is decaf. That's only because um, I've mm. got, um, I'm on tablets for blood pressure and I chucked ah. a load of caffeine in as well. I was finishing the last of my uni project um, mm. and I'm now trying to come down off it a bit. Yeah, caffeine caffeine has been my friend in the past when I've been on like late deadlines. I have some really interesting stories with decaf coffee, to be honest. Well, it is a bit murky. It's... Oh, um... Yeah, I, I see what you mean, but when I when I say stories, I mean, <laughs> I so I used to do stuff at a radio station, and um, I'd come in to fix something, and I ended up um, I was I was so tired because I'd done a full day at college, and I'd just come into the radio station. I was like, I need I need something to wake me up, so I went up went up to the kitchen to go and get a coffee because I was like, well. That that'll that'll wake me up. So I went to the kitchen, found the coffee, didn't read the label, <laughs> as as you did, <laughs> didn't read the label, made my coffee, drank it, came downstairs, and um, the presenter of the studio was laughing at us while one of the songs was on. I was like, "What, what, what, what are you laughing at?" And um, they went, "Oh, nothing. Oh, where'd you get that coffee?" I went, "No, upstairs in the kitchen." So you realise that's decaf, right? <laughs> I also went, no, should I have realised? <laughs> <laughs> You're still getting an element of caffeine in your Pepsi. Yes, that is true. That is true. But there's something different about having that coffee. Hmm. Yeah. Some, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I love... I mean, obviously, this is like just an instant one, but there's nothing better than just like a freshly ground, um, a freshly ground, but I can't be bothered to like, I've got a grinder, I've got some beans and I've got like a, you know, a plunger, a cafetiere mm -hmm. that I can like, you no know, plunge some coffee, but it's yeah. just such a hassle and mm -hmm. I miss going to a coffee shop. So do I, it's... It's not just the coffee though, it's the, if you go to a coffee shop, it's the social aspect of it as well. Oh, it's just missing. It's like your first conversation is that person actually wants to speak to you, even though they only want to know what you want to drink. Yeah. There's, there's an element of interest and you think, I'm dying to just, I mean, the, the local Tesco's to me has got their, um, mm -hmm. their Starbucks open but you yeah. pre-order it off the app. So you don't get that little bit of social contact, which is 
what yeah. and you've got it's only takeaway the survey literally at the door yeah, it's a shame like that's that's the thing the the social distancing distancing stuff took its toll um but mm. yeah over in um so the last couple of last few summers i've ended up working in america um Ooh, lovely yeah um it was fantastic and there's this coffee shop that we we went to it's called uh, national grind mm-hmm. but they make some of the best coffee like dunkin starbucks costa have nothing on them i genuinely i i'm it's a bold claim but i'm gonna make it they have absolutely nothing on them because the coffee is literally so strong you take one sip you are awake <laughs> so where was this where were you in, in the states so i was in uh, pennsylvania so i was in elwood city nice it's a lovely little place um but i was uh, working at one of the camps out there which was um really good fun um <laughs> oh, i think it's brilliant to be given an opportunity to do that yeah it's fantastic and you you don't just you don't just get to work there like you make you make lots of friends there as well and it's it's just such a good experience working mm. with the working with the kids and young people as well cuz um what the things I taught out there were production and DJ skills, which is a bit, um, it, it was a bit manic at times. <laughs> well, I assumed you would have done production. There would have been something, some oh, element of that. Because when we were at college, um, you were doing yeah. production then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I... I thoroughly enjoy production. I'm I'm now up at um, the Royal Conservatoire in Scotland, doing production there. Oh, that's amazing! That's absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I knew you'd gone somewhere that that had a name. I think so. Is, are you still up in Scotland at the minute? No, I am back in concert. <laughs> because so you, you, of the. Was it in lockdown? You moved straight back down. Yeah, um, like I couldn't stay up in Glasgow, the, the flat I'm in, in Glasgow, is about the same size as the room I'm currently in. <laughs> so, because um, it's because it's, it's a studio, so you're kind of, um, you're kind of stuck in the same four walls, and bless them, there's a few people still stuck up in the flats up there, because they couldn't fly home. Um, but yeah, the, like I've, I'm enjoying my time at the Conservatoire, I've got one more year, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be really good. Um, we've we've had some really interesting shows the last year, the last couple of years, which has been um, interesting. Um, the the best thing though is they'll they'll turn around wherever you do production, they'll turn around, they'll ask you for some crazy stuff. Like, for example, I've um, they said, oh, we want um, we want a flying system. Okay, well, what what do you want on the flying system? Oh, we want a bike. And we all look and go, what? what? (laughs) (laughs) But Um, yeah, that's what people do. It's your mm -hmm. job to make it happen. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And write the risk assessment. (laughs) (laughs) The two dreaded words. Oh, I wrote a couple. I had to write a one for a room full of people who I was going to make a cup of tea for 
and I had yeah. to risk assess the tea because there was going to be uh, hot beverages in a room with people. Yeah. And yeah. So the risk assessment is, I would say, if it could go happen, if it could go wrong, you've got to put it in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, be the best thing I've ever had to risk assess, I must admit, um, we did a production of Comedy of Errors. Now, if you know your Shakespeare, um, that's pretty much a show where anything can happen. And we're just, um, we had to risk assess everything from a mirror ball um, right the way through um, to smoke machines concealed in bags and objects. Mm -hmm. um, it was one of my favorite shows at the Conservatory, I must admit. Like, one of my favorite shows um, at the college was um, Attempts, was working on oh. Attempts. That was, that was a really good one. I think Attempts was the degree course, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Because Jilly was in Attempts. Mm -hmm, Jilly was in Attempts. Yeah. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed working on that one because um, that's like stage management isn't something that I tend to do much of. Mm. Um, and I think being SM for that was, wasn't too bad. Like I, I enjoyed that. You had a nice year to work with as well. That was a I really did, good yeah. Year. Like even even your year as well, Gina. Working with your year was fantastic. Did you work on any of our shows? I think I worked on Confusions. Oh, that was nutty. Because I played. I actually the pictures for Confusions have just popped up on my um, my Facebook. And the mm. only reason I know that is because there's a picture of me wearing a black bobbed wig. Yes, um, I remember that. That was the waitress. Mm -hmm. And then um, me in a dog colour as a vicar. Yeah. Yeah. They were good, those shows. They were our... That was my second year there because I did three years with doing my extended diploma yeah. part-time. That was my second year. Obviously, third year was uh, Five Kinds of Silence. Mm, I wasn't there for Five Kinds of Silence. Yeah. But Confusions was so funny. Yeah. So funny. It was a really good show, that one. But it's a good... Alan Bone stuff's good anyway. It is, yeah. No, one of the other reasons that Attempts was one of my favourites when, when I did what Kate said, because they did it at... RCS as well so mm -hmm. the first show they did was attempts on her life and they built this I'll have to at some point June, I'll have to send you a photo but they built this huge grid on oscillators so this this huge grid was basically full of junk scrap metal rubbish different things and it was all suspended on strings so what happened was they had oscillators on right. each of the gantries connected to this grid. And what they could do in the sound booth is they could literally press a go button and the whole roof would start shaking and things would start moving down and up. And it was just, it was one oh. of these things where you, you'd hear the bass rumble and then suddenly above your head, because the seating wasn't 
like standard end on, you were sitting in the action. You were sitting in individual seats. So you literally felt as if you had nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. Oh, I love it. I love it when the audience are totally in there and it's the cease to become passive. Your mm -hmm. audience is, is active within there because you're going to feed off their responses as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love working on active shows because it's, it's great. Like you, you end up with so many different things that can go well and so many things that can go wrong as well, which is even... Um... Exactly. You just... But is that not sometimes the, the fun of this bit of live performance where uh, anything could happen? Yeah, it is very much uh, the fun of live performance and things, um, things have uh, been really interesting. I've, um, I've been on shows where um, we've had stuff like, um, we've had show stops for the silliest things. Um, we had one show stop. Um, I was literally walking through the corridor. Um, there's a brilliant show that's just been, that's just been written in the last few years. Um, it's called Anatomy. Yeah. And, it's it's a very very interesting show um the, the director asked for some strange things on that show some really strange things like i'm talking bathtub is supposed to fill with water on stage and drain with led tape in it yeah <laughs> There's, uh, there's that. Um, there's also a lot of food in that show gets thrown. A lot of food fights, which is quite... Um... Oh, there's a risk assessment for you. Oh, that one was... like I didn't have to do the risk assessment for that one. I was so glad. I was so happy I didn't have to risk assess that one. <laughs> oh, my um, God, though. They had, yeah, but they had like a lot of false blood and stuff on it as well. And particularly in that show, it was really quite interesting to see that sort of, I, I wasn't involved much on the production side of that one. Um, the only time I got involved was when they dropped a container of food and it went all up their set curtain. <laughs> and you just start filling buckets. And you're coming clean. Yep. So we had to, <laughs> we had to fill like tons of buckets. Um, I was in the corridor walking on my lunch because I was working on the other show and I, I walked in, um, I walked on the corridor to the stage manager frantically running up and down the corridor with a mop. <laughs> I went, what's going on? He went, just start filling buckets of water. Just, just do it. <laughs> so I went and picked up the water and we started filling buckets of water. And that's how I got my lunch break that day. If the stage manager says that to you, you don't go, Why? you just know that they are saying it for a reason. Stage manager is the person that if they say something. Yeah, you, you, ask, you ask why later. Um, and that's yeah, when it you don't ask why story. then. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have so much respect for stage managers, but if they mm -hmm. tell you to do something, there's a it. reason. They're not just asking you to do it to fill your time in. Oh, I know you do it, absolutely. It's an absolute must and I just have so much I could just imagine the stage manager freaking out that all of a sudden all this curtain was gone with food yeah 
The Manchester Absolutely. Sours at mine, they did really well with that. That's brilliant. Um, but yeah, some of the stuff, like the work that a lot of people do on stage is just incredible. Like, Absolutely. Some of the, I, I dare say, some of the best artistry I've seen has been on stage. Like when I've got mm-hmm. to see performances and like not just the build, but different, like different textures, different designs on the set, different, lots of different elements of the show are like hand painted. And I, I never knew that when, like I thought a lot of the set elements had been screen printed or something like that. But when I, when I got to RCS, we actually went around the paint shop and we saw um, for a particular show where they had done some incredible artistry um, oh. on this back cloth. And we were just like, there's no way that's hand painted. They went, yeah. Wow. We were all just jaws on the floor. Like, this is, oh. this is the next level. <laughs> yeah, this is... This is something I'm going to have to, you know, if we ever get back to being able to go to a theatre and see stuff live, um, I'll have to come up or... Let let me know when you... Definitely. And you know what? We'll we'll finish with this. Whatever medium we're using for the future for the arts and for performance, Mm. um, we've just got to be supportive of each other, whatever we're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm going to say thanks very much for that chat, Mark. It was absolutely brilliant. It's just lovely to hear what you're up to and have a good reminisce. Yeah, thank you very much for having me on, June. Thanks very much, Mark.